0: This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with showrooms in Canterbury and Maidstone, offering a range of new and approved used cars,
1: including MG, Seat and Vauxhall.
0: Kent Online News.
2: News you can trust.
1: This is the Kent Online Podcast. Ishmael Kawaja.
0: Hello, hope you're doing well. It's Tuesday, the 25th of October. Thanks for downloading today's podcast. You'll hear an update shortly on a major film studio being developed in Kent. But before that, Rishi Sunak has become the first British Asian Prime Minister and the third PM in seven weeks. It comes just days after Liz Truss said she couldn't deliver the mandate on which she was elected by the Conservative Party. In her final address to the nation, before stepping down after just 49 days in office, she said it was a huge honour to have been Prime Minister.
1: In just a short period... This government has acted urgently and decisively on the side of hardworking families and businesses. We reversed the national insurance increase. We helped millions of households with their energy bills and helped thousands of businesses avoid bankruptcy. We are taking back our energy independence so we are never again beholden to global market fluctuations or malign foreign powers. From my time as Prime Minister, I am more convinced than ever that we need to be bold and confront the challenges that we face. As the Roman philosopher Seneca wrote, it's not because things are difficult that we do not dare, it's because we do not dare that they are difficult.
0: She wished her successor good luck, who, after a meeting with King Charles to be officially appointed, gave his first speech outside at number 10.
3: Right now, our country is facing a profound economic crisis. The aftermath of COVID still lingers. Putin's war in Ukraine has destabilized energy markets and supply chains the world over. I want to pay tribute to my predecessor, Liz Truss. She was not wrong to want to improve growth in this country. It is a noble aim. And I admired her restlessness to create change. But some mistakes were made. Not born of ill will or bad intentions. Quite the opposite, in fact but mistakes nonetheless. And I have been elected as leader of my party and your Prime Minister, in part, to fix them. And that work begins immediately. I will place economic stability and confidence at the heart of this government's agenda. This will mean difficult decisions to come. But you saw me during COVID doing everything I could to protect people and businesses with schemes like furlough. There are always limits, more so now than ever. But I promise you this, I will bring that same compassion to the challenges we face today. The government I lead will not leave the next generation, your children and grandchildren, with a debt to settle that we were too weak to pay ourselves. I will unite our country, not with words, but with action. I will work day in and day out to deliver
0: So will it be third time lucky for the new man inside number 10? He comes in at a time of great economic instability and will have to unite his party while Labour races ahead in the opinion polls. Our political editor Paul Francis explains what we can expect from Mr Sunak.
4: Well, the incoming Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, did not make any effort to conceal the scale of the challenges that the UK faces in the coming weeks and months and made it fairly clear that we could expect to have more pain before any gain. He said that there were serious economic problems that needed addressing, some of which were prompted by global events such as the supply of energy reserves, but others were of a domestic nature. I think one of the key issues will be what the government decides to do about help to householders with their energy bills. Um, The the assistance scheme was initially set to run for two years, but under the new chancellor, there'll be a review next April. uh, And that might mean some kind of changes to the level of help householders could receive, which may end up being lower than uh, the amounts they get presently. And then there is the other issue of rising mortgage payments for householders coming to the end of uh, deals and being confronted by the prospect of increases in their monthly payments in some of the worst cases amounting to several hundred pounds now in terms of specific policies around both those issues we can expect to hear something in the coming weeks about how he could extend help to some of the worst affected
0: his new government will also be under huge pressure to tackle the cost of living crisis. Peter Price is from the Kenton Victor Chamber of Commerce. He told Nicola businesses and investors need more support and certainty.
5: I think from our members' perspective, he was definitely sort of the preferred choice. Um, what we need more than anything else now in the markets is stability. Um, and I think Rishi, with his previous experience in the uh, in the Treasury, will understand the importance of getting the messaging right uh, reassuring the markets and all those external lenders, um, the credit rating agencies and so forth, giving them the right messages and understanding that they what they need to hear, which in turn will then alleviate some of the sort of fluctuations we've seen in the pound and, and other aspects as well. So, yes, yeah, stability is the key. Get the messaging right from the get go, um, reassure the markets and then start to sort of deliver what is obviously going to be some tough, tough decisions but you know we've got to we've got to face it and more than anything we want to know what's going to happen and i think once we know what's going to happen business can then start to plan and and uh, and adapt accordingly
6: obviously he's going to want to bring in his own people but there was a fair bit of talk that the chancellor's position wouldn't get changed i mean i don't know if that's what you're hearing as well would you prefer the, the current chancellor to, to remain He's only been there about a week so
5: yeah i'd be very surprised if they make a change uh, i think at this stage it's really all about trying to reassure the the market I mean, these are you know we're not dealing anymore with just domestic markets. Any you know we are now affected by global uh, economies, and therefore we need to sort of send a message out beyond the shores of the UK to to reassure people that we know what we're doing, things are in in control, and and there are plans and calculations being made. So I think it would be the wrong thing to do to replace the chancellor. I think he's in post. They need to keep him there, um, and I think as long as they work in lockstep. Um, and both recognise the importance of of that wider messaging, then I think we'll be fine.
6: Obviously, Mr Sunak had all those really important decisions to make during the pandemic. Do you think that will reassure some businesses that he's got their main interests at heart and that the key to what he's going to be doing?
5: Yeah, it's interesting. I don't think any any business uh, or any politician doesn't want growth. I think we all understand that that's what's required. Um and there are lots of different ways of getting to that same outcome, but I think it's doing it in a way that requires some smarts, really. You need to have some bright people to understand exactly how to go about this without sort of rocking the boat. I do hope uh, more than anything else now that um, all the other politicians, uh, whether they're a Johnson supporter or a Morden supporter, really do recognize that they need to sort of try and come together and be unified on this um, for Petty agendas and politics is not going to cut it now. It really needs to be one one voice uh, and one plan.
6: Last time we spoke, I think we were talking about confidence and that confidence really had been knocked among businesses. How long is it going to take to rebuild that confidence? Do you think perhaps people thinking... You know, I want to expand from online onto the high street, but I'm just a bit worried at the moment. Is that going to change anytime soon?
5: Yeah, well, as I said before, that there's, there's a sort of multitude of factors now. It's not really just about one particular thing, it's not just about consumer spend, which obviously is being affected by the cost of living crisis and, and people's wages. And so they stop spending in the high street. And of course, if there's a drop in sales, then businesses are going to be unlikely to invest. The flip side of that, of course, is the economic aspect from a global perspective, where we're still suffering the impact of Brexit. Importing things is still more expensive than it used to be. Um, we have shortages, of course, due to the Ukrainian crisis, both in energy and products. So that's having an effect on the supply chain and therefore the raw materials and the price in which businesses have to go. So there's a lot of things. I think a lot will depend on some stability in in the government. That'll make a big point. People staying in their job longer than a month would be great. You know, really big improvement. Um, and I think also some sort of reassurance around the energy support that's going to take place because at the moment it's all in place on the temporary measure and yes, they've said there'll be more plans but we're not making any plans until they've told us what their plans are that's how it's going to play out
0: And the new PM, the first British Asian to get the top job has promised to bring the country together Raghavinder Sander is the Chief Exec of the Kent Equality Cohesion Council
7: For me, it really is a real historic moment not only the fact we're getting a new Prime Minister and the youngest Prime Minister in over 200 years but the fact also is from Asian heritage. You know, somebody like myself, born here, proud to be British. I'll be honest with you, I never thought that in my lifetime I would see an Asian prime minister. And I was speaking to my dad last night, and he was really kind of um, emotionally overcome by the fact. And this is, you know, I think I can't stress enough, regardless of party affiliation, that the fact that we have got someone from Asian heritage. You know, my granddad come to Kent in, in the early 50s from Punjab rishi's family you know grandparents come from punjab so the fact that we've got some heritage as the prime minister i think it's a proud moment i think it should be a proud moment for the whole nation to show that if you work hard and obviously with a little bit of luck you can reach the highest offices of the land
6: absolutely and um i know we're, you were all very busy yesterday the the um kind of the announcement that he was going to be tory leader was made on diwali i mean i guess that added to uh, extra celebrations yesterday did it
7: it certainly did. I mean, yeah, the fact it coincided with Diwali, you know, I think made it kind of extra special. And I think people will look back, you know, at, at this appointment in years to come and see it as a historic moment. And I do see it as historic as the fact when President Obama was elected in America. And I think we should, as a nation, be proud of, you know, what what's taking place today.
6: You do an awful lot to celebrate diversity. What are you hoping this appointment of of Mr. Sinek as Prime Minister will do for the country as far as, as going further and celebrating
7: diversity is concerned? I think for me it's that visibility, and I think hopefully it shows young people, regardless of background, what can be achieved, as I said, with hard work and a little bit of luck uh, thrown in. And that's really, And also I think it, it, it sends a symbol around the world that the United Kingdom is a diverse country and, you know, what can be achieved regardless of your background, regardless of your faith?
6: I know we've spoken before about an an awful lot of the work that that you're doing um i mean do you do you think that this appointment will kind of add to that or will you want to uh, I don't know would will, will you have any more contacts with government about some of the things that you're doing? I mean is there any kind of work that you you'll be doing together?
7: I' would love to have the opportunity to obviously showcase what we do to the government. The whole ethos of our work or cohesion plus is about bringing communities together, celebrating what unites rather than divides. And the fact now that we've got a the first ever, you know, British-Asian Prime Minister, hopefully, kind of, you know, it takes it to that national level. So what we're trying to do locally, connecting communities, bringing people together, you know, it's been shown and said, regardless of party affiliation, that we've got an Asian, British-Asian Prime Minister, and hopefully that reflects nationally what we're trying to do here locally, about bringing communities together and, you know, utilising, you know, showing that more unites than divides. Kent Online reports.
0: Our other top stories today. A Tunbridge man who brandished a meat cleaver at a group of young people in Stroud has appeared in court. Magistrates were told Alan Rayner was so drunk and had taken drugs he couldn't remember it happening at the retail park earlier this month. The 42-year-old from Mann Square had travelled to the town by train to meet his son. Sentencing has been adjourned until next month. A Ring doorbell camera has captured the moment a man was mugged in Ramsgate.
2: Oh, oh, oh. Help! Help!
0: At Kent Online you can see footage from Albion Place which shows him being attacked and robbed by two people in hoodies. Police say the victim left the area and hasn't reported it to them. And almost 80,000 drivers in Kent have been fined for driving into London's ultra-low emission zone since it was expanded. It's a year since the £12.50 charge for the most polluting of vehicles was widened to include the area within the North and South Circular. Those heading from the county into the capital are said to have paid out six million pounds for failing to comply with the rules. People in Medway will find more than any other part of the county. This podcast is sponsored by the FG Barnes Group, with car dealerships in Canterbury and Maidstone. And the Kent Online podcast has been told how the conversion of the old New Town Railway Works in Ashford will be one of six major projects bringing investment to the town. It's set to become studio space and has already been linked to Netflix, Amazon and HBO. It's rumoured it could be open by July 2025, but council leader Ger- Clarkson won't be drawn on that just yet. He's been chatting with Nicola.
2: This is the one that's going to be really, really. It's, it's a very, very uh, historic site, as you know. The engine, uh, the, the sheds there are listed, and uh, we—they've got the planning permission, the outline planning permission for it all. It's really exciting, and those studios are good because the studios in this in the UK, there's a great cry for studio space. They're so short, and uh, I, I think we're, we're, it's going to put Ashford on the map. And when you link that with the outlet centre, which is doubled and is doing very, very well, I mean, we are in the global economy and the UK economy, and we, we're suffering all the, the things that are happening to other people, but we are the largest borough in Kent. We're right in the heart of the Garden of England. We're doing so much in terms of the green uh, agenda, uh, but it's a delightful place to be. And even your weather maps every time, it uh, the, the comes across the Atlantic and it turns up past Kent and goes northwards. And so we're in a lovely, beautiful climate here, as well as all that connectivity, climate, And as far as the size of the borough, in in London it's 620 square miles uh, and there are uh, 32 London boroughs and 33 if you put the city in. I can lift 19 of them up and put them in Ashford. That's how big Ashford is. It's by far the biggest borough in Kent and it's a delightful one right in the very heart of the Garden of England. And, and you say made the darling buds of May here you know? <laughs>
6: exactly. And you say with all the space and the good climate, obviously getting out and about on a bike is perfect. And that's what Brompton Bikes obviously have, have realised and decided to base there. As far as employment for the area is concerned, I mean that's going to be huge, isn't it?
2: Oh, the and this is why we started the, the uh, Advertising Delivery Board to deliver the first big eight projects. And the the interest we went up to London and we did one one exhibition up there to bringing inward investment. And then we, we, we got quite a remarkable um, uh, interest in that. And so we did our own at the German gymnasium. And after that we had to stop because those two uh, exhibitions has brought in so much inward investment and, and you can't do very much in a or anywhere for that matter as a government, unless you've got good, economic dynamics going on because that's what gives you the funding to do all the other things you want to do for disabled and for uh, all the other community facilities and that's what we've got and that's why we're continuing this big this uh, super six <clears throat> these are big dynamic projects multi-million pound hundreds of millions of pounds projects that are so necessary and so vital and we're leading the way we had the uh, we had the uh, New York Times correspondent come to see us a couple of years ago and said, how has it Ashworth been so successful? And I said, it's what we don't do that's making us successful, not what we do do. We're concentrating on mainly things that, that are going to be dynamic and, and attractive and is, is going to be creating jobs. And not only jobs, but high class jobs, high income jobs. We need all jobs. Everyone is valued. I always say to my grandchildren if you're making matchsticks it doesn't matter as long as you do the very best you can but you do need to have a cross-section of jobs certainly care in the community as we know from the health service but you also need uh, other level engineering jobs and this phase two of the college is all about engineering technology And so these are very, very exciting times.
0: The film studio is part of the council's Super Six project, which also includes a Garden City community, High Street regeneration and a huge new bike factory. Kent Online reports. The Kent Online podcast has been told plans for a surf park and five star hotel at a country park near Deal have divided opinion. People living near Bettshanger have been asked what they think about the idea. Some have raised concerns about how it would affect the wildlife there, while others think it will be a much-needed boost to tourism. You can see what it would look like at Kent Online. The owner of a popular venue in Maidstone says he hopes to start work on a 36-room hotel in the town next year. Hotel Mumu would be in Brewer Street along with a pizzeria. Plans were actually approved in 2016, but weren't moved forward until now. A metal detectorist has found a 400-year-old gold ring in the grounds of Paul Hollywood's former Kent home. The £1.4 million mansion in Addersham, near Canterbury, now belongs to the TV baker's ex-wife. She gave the metal detectorist permission to search the land, and the ring's been officially declared as treasure. You can see a picture in the story on our website. And the Kings Ferry Bridge to Sheppey is going to be closed this weekend for filming on Jason Statham's new movie. Jeremy Irons also stars in The Beekeeper, which is due to come out at some stage next year. The crossing will close on Saturday morning and won't reopen until late Sunday night.
2: Kent Online Sports.
0: Football and Gillingham are away to Table Toppers Leyton Orient in League Two later. The Gills, who are 19th, have picked up in form lately, having gone seven games unbeaten in all competitions. But speaking after Saturday's 1-1 draw at home to Barrow, manager Neil Harris said they'll have to play much better against tonight's opponents. I
7: watched them against Northampton yesterday, um, in a really really good game. Um, so you know we know it's going to be a challenge, um, Orient. They've been in the level for a few years now and, and they, they've invested heavily over, over the summer. Um, we've we've you know, brought in some really good players. You know, know they've got some of the players in, but they have. And, and they're a good side and you know, we're going to have to be our best. We're going to have to be much better than we were today um, you know, to, to, to put in a strong performance or in. I'd say Orin, a strong side. You know, they've not let loads in, but they certainly score goals them against Northampton they played against 10 men for half a game and nothing. Then Carlo had a man sent off today again early so um, I know they'll be full of confidence um, on their home patch um, great challenge for us as a group now to go come in. let's go one step further now let's go away from home and put in another strong performance um, and we we competed in every every game barring first half against Mansfield barring Trent away we've been in every game and we've got to make sure we're in Tuesday night's game
0: kick-offs at 7:45 and in cricket Kent Sam Billings has been recalled to England's one-day squad for a three-match series in Australia. The games will be played over six days in Adelaide, Sydney and Melbourne next month. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. You can also now get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site by subscribing at kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe.
2: News you can trust.
1: This is the Kent Online Podcast.